welcome to Put a Cork in It, where two friends talk about things you do and probably don't care about. I'm Monica. And I'm Austin. And we hope that listening to even one second of this podcast will make your day just a little bit better. So whether you're about to take a nice walk, driving on the highway, or you're simply just laying in your bed, come along and join us for the next few minutes on Put a Cork in It. So this is just, I think I need to start us off raw this week, Austin. I feel like I'm officially entering into the era of all of my friends really starting dating people. You know, the single girl vibes are no longer here. And so, yeah, that's how we're going to start this week. Welcome everyone to the podcast. Um, As you've maybe picked up on social media this week, we're talking about something juicy. Um, But I don't want to dive straight in. I'm, I'm diving in like into the shallow end. But before I get there, I have to check in on a good friend of mine. Austin, how are you? Oh, it is interesting on my end the past few days. Very chaotic at work, but also great, awesome times out of work. Went to the USA Costa Rica soccer game last night yes. where they ended up winning two to one. Saw an absolute banger of a goal. Was a blast. Something I'll carry with me for the rest of my life, no doubt. You'll tell, you'll tell the grandkids. I will. I will. I totally them. see it. You're already there. You're already there. You would literally tell a little kid on the street like you were an elderly man. I literally had a conversation with the kid behind me at the game because he was so smart, and then I I felt the need to compliment him. That's his incredible. dad. His dad was very like proud. That's amazing. Um, I could not relate more to the chaotic work um mention, but yeah. So welcome to the chaos, everyone. Whatever week you're coming from. It's Friday, man. Welcome. If you're listening to this on another day of the week, you're probably confused and that's fine. Happy whatever freaking day you're listening. (laughs) Um, So this week, I am probably the most excited about this podcast than I've ever been for any other episode we've done. And I think it's because I feel very passionately about dating apps not being just a desperate plea for help. I feel passionately that dating apps do not have to be that way. And I haven't seen it done well, to be honest with you. There's not a lot of people in my life that I can say, wow, you did a dating app well. It wasn't out of desperation, et cetera. But then I thought to myself, no, Monica, there is one. There is one person who you can think of that has done it well. And, you know, she normally does everything in her life well um, because she's just wonderful. And so Jocelyn McMinnemy is on the podcast. Some people may be relieved because they've never known how to pronounce your last name. So you're welcome, everyone. <laughs> but Joss, how are you? I'm doing good. I am excited to be here. So yeah. I mean, we're excited to have you. No yes. doubt. It's been a long time coming for me. I've never shared this with Austin, but I've been dying to have you on the cast for a while and just never knew the right niche to have you on. But here it is, man. So I just have so much to say. I just have to get into it. So let's get into the nitty gritty. Um, For those who participated on the Instagram poll, thank you. We have some very interesting results. I do realize that I never, um, I only put up if you thought Bumble or Hinge was better. So I understand I did not hit them all, but the results are, does anybody have any guesses? Joss, what would you say people voted more for? I feel like based off of, uh, like your friend pool I'm going to guess hinge but. okay I okay good what was the wording the exact wording of the question 
best dating app? Oh, uh, I'll go Bumble. I'll play. I'll play the uh, devil's advocate here. Okay, so it, if we had prizes we were giving out, it would be to Joss. It was 63% Hinge, 37% Bumble. Now, is this data accurate? No, because none of y'all voted. So next time, try to vote, everybody, because then we will have some more data. But I'm not going to throw shade any longer. So here's the deal. We have more data on Hinge, which is great, more of a liking of that which is what Jocelyn you predominantly used slash, you know, have used in the past. Um, I have been on Hinge for a brief moment. Austin, you have never, and we all know why, because you're basically- I have very little to offer to this conversation, (laughs) but I'm very interested to hear everything that needs to be said. I feel like (laughs) you say that about a lot of the different topics we pick for this, and you always have something to say. I mean- Undoubtedly, I'll have something to say, but (laughs) personal experience, anecdotes may be pretty minimal here. Well, I would say that no one on this episode has had tons of experience on a dating app. So I think this is kind of the, you know, we're all in this together. So anywho, thanks for being vulnerable. Thanks for being real, Austin. So Joss, I guess my first question for you was, what was the thing that caused you to download Hinge? Um, that's funny. Um, I feel like the person who first put that idea in my mind was my sister in like a really annoyingly pushy way. Um, told me when I was living in Oxford, Ohio as a crew intern, um, surrounded by a bunch of college boys that like, she's like, you need to get it, put yourself out there. You need to go down dates. And I was like, um, excuse me, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, but she put that seed there and I had siblings who used dating apps successfully. So, um, when I moved to Chicago, I was like, you know what? I'm here. It's the middle of the pandemic. I'm not really going to go meet anyone at an in-person church or in-person small group or at a bar. So, you know, might as well just like try. Right. Um, so that, that was, I think the thing that prompted me. Um, I mean, like dating someone, being with someone, marriage is like a desire of my heart. And so it's, you know, you got to date people um, to do that. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a key thing. It doesn't just fall on the doorstep. Austin, you understand that. It was well said. Yep. Well, and I think that's maybe a caveat we should put out. Um, and I, I can be, I can be frank about this. If you are looking for more of a hookup and never see the person again vibe, this probably isn't going to be the episode for you. I would say this is not going to be helpful. Um, still stick around, you know, if that's what you're coming at. But I would say that we're going at the angle, like Jocelyn said, of you're trying to get in a serious relationship that could maybe end up in marriage, depending. So I think that's what we're going at. I think that's maybe why I didn't put Tinder um, in in the poll. Um, even though I know some people have Tinder had- can lead to marriage. Right. My nephew right. is a product of a Tinder marriage. So, Wow. I stand mm-hmm. corrected. Maybe we should redo the poll. Okay, anyway. But that was a few years ago. A few years ago. Yeah, it is kind of scary now, but it's fine. Okay, so Joss, I think that's a really good reason. Um, my sister also has told me, you know, like our generation is so on technology that that's really the only way we're going to meet people anymore because everyone wants to like bumped into you at a bar story but that's just not super real, especially in COVID. Mm. Like you brought up a really good point. That was probably the only realistic way you were going to date in COVID. 
yeah anyone else getting that close to you you're like excuse me <laughs> just get away please and I think you moving to Chicago these this was the perfect storm for you to download a dating app honestly yeah definitely um yeah yeah and I think you were moving to a place where people weren't setting you up because you were moving to like a new community where you didn't know a ton of people so that's something that I feel passionately about is like if you don't have people in your life who can earnestly set you up on dates that will actually happen then you kind of have to find your another way to actually meet people you know because like there's people in my life that I trust you Joss and you Austin who if y'all wanted to set me up I'd be so game you know Mm -hmm. but unfortunately like a lot of people just don't have you know people left and right to set me up with so I'm like there's got to be another way. So I would say that was kind of my thought process in downloading it, but also Samantha DeGraw forced me. So it's kind of a mixture of both. Um, just some light shout outs. Austin, I mean, I would love to know your opinions and I, I, Jocelyn, I won't be offended. Do you feel like it's a desperate play to download an app? I do not think it is desperate. And here's why, Mon. Everyone deserves to find that person i mean if we're if we're getting down to it god designed you know two people to be together and like literally adam and eve sure. designed to be together so like the at least my outlook on life is you're trying to find someone to go through life with and if uh, if that takes downloading a dating app i'm all for it yeah that was well said that was very well said So let's get down to the nitty gritty, making the profile, probably the worst part of the whole experience if you're asking me. Um, Joss, what did you, like, I would love to just know the raw, like, what were you trying to, what vibe were you trying to cultivate with your profile? I like very faintly remember your profile. So you would obviously (laughs) be better than me. I feel like it's such an odd thing. It's like, obviously we like curate these profiles online we do we have our Facebook we have our Instagram whatever but then it's like that's for a wide cross-section of people in your life but you're creating this profile that like a potential match is going to see and it's like really hard to think about like okay yeah like what parts of myself do I want to highlight what things are important to me um what do I want to put forth to share with people what could people potentially engage with right if it's one of those um most of them now it's like you're going to start a better conversation if you reply to my picture or my comment. So it's a, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. Cause you don't want to be fake and like project this false, yes. image, but you also want to put it forth your like best, um, best side. So I don't know, there were, you know, majority of pictures where I, I think I look my best, right. You know, nice outdoorsy ones to be like, I hike. So, you know, hopefully <laughs> you can hike too. together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's, that's the bizarre thing when you're putting this together. It's like, yeah, and people who like to hike are probably going to like, I don't know. So I don't yeah. Know so, um, I feel like that was some of the some of the thought process, but also trying to like not take it too seriously. But that's hard. I take things seriously. So yeah, and it's it's okay to take online dating seriously. Like I think sometimes we feel like losers for doing. Like I personally felt like a little bit of a loser for doing yeah. that. Right. Make Being like I really care about this. Dating, great again. <laughs> <laughs> the only way that that slogan should be used yeah I think I think that's so true because you're not trying to come off as perfect because no one will want to talk to you then 
but you also are trying to do a very, like you said, like a very structured imperfection. Like on my mm -hmm. profile, I had all these like cute pictures. You were literally on my profile, Joss. And I have all these like cute pictures with my friends or like a solo shot, you know. But then I remember I was like, I need to show that I'm like quirky and kind of like weird. So I put this weird picture of me and Sam baking and like all these things randomly flying around in the background and it looked very heinous but I'm like I don't want people to think I always have it together or I think one version of my profile I took I put a selfie of me taking a COVID test up my nose so you just have to like mix it up you know and like guys replied to that and was like this is hilarious blah 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 because I would consider myself kind of a funny person so I want that to come. Thank you. I want that to come through. And I feel like you're so naturey, Joss, and so love that. So you need that to come through. Austin, you would need sports to come through on your profile. Like oh, there's definitely. certain things that have to come through, or it's just like you're gonna attract the wrong people. Totally. So that's key, everyone. The first key is not perfect, maybe a little imperfect, and make sure you're putting your interests out there, you know? Um now, here's a hot take for me that I know both of you are going to roll your eyes at because both of you are dog people. It, it literally, like, makes me hurt inside that all of these males think that their selfie with their dog is, like, so adorable to a girl and, like, immediately makes girls swoon. Because for me, it's mm -hmm. like, nope. Like, a picture with your dog is, like, no from me, which I realize is dramatic. But if that's like your obsession on your profile and there's like six pictures of you and your dog, I, 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 Austin, does that hurt you? It does hurt me because they want dog people and you're clearly not a dog person. You literally just contradicted yourself. I like know, you gotta, I know. you gotta put the picture out that attracts the type of people and clearly that's not you. I know, I know, I contradicted myself. Jocelyn. Oh my goodness. Jocelyn, please roast me as well. I need it. I mean, yeah. You know, at the end of the day, you'll probably still swipe on them, even if they highlight their dog in their profile. And, you know, because love triumphs over <laughs> love things. But hilariously, I'm like the opposite. And it's like, well, you could be like, you know, probably not check a lot of the other boxes, but like you have a really cute dog. Oh so like gosh. you could at least like hang out. Like. You, At minimum, you become my friend with a dog that I can go play with. Austin, <sighs> spot on. That is that was the dream for a little bit. So yeah. Yeah. So I agree. I'm a little bit of a hypocrite. And I, I will say it wasn't a make it or break it. You know, I still had some chats with some men who had dogs in their profile. So everyone get off my back. I didn't, you know, swipe whatever or X X them if I saw a dog but anyway I think those are the basics um thank you guys for withholding your dog passions for me I appreciate it um if you have problems email me we don't have an email so that's kind of how that works so um the next the next ticket of information here that I think is the reason why I hopped on off of hinge is the fact that Cincinnati is not big enough to not run into people that you have had a conversation with on Hinge and it didn't go well, or you got ghosted, or you like did, you saw their profile and they messaged you, but then you never started a combo with them, like you just hit the X. Like 
I cannot express to you. I walked into a group I'm trying to join and a guy who messaged me and I did not message him back was in the group. Do you want to know how many people were in that room? 10. So it wasn't like I could hide everyone. So I'm just like, that was what was hard for me. But Joss, tell me your experience with Chicago. Um, I mean, Chicago is obviously bigger, right? Um, so I'm going to run into fewer people on um, Hinge or Bumble or whatever it is than, um, than in Cincinnati. But nonetheless, it has happened. Um, <laughs> one of my early matches in Bumble was this person who in college I was like had weird on and off things with. And I was like, what the heck of like all of the humans on this app in this city? Like you really? Um or, you know, this guy that I matched with on Hinge and talked to you for a little bit and then, like, just stopped talking to, like, does sound at my church now. And, like, I got introduced to him for the first time in person the other day, and it was, like, the most painfully awkward thing ever. But it's also, like, you just have to embrace some of that weirdness yeah. and own the fact that, like, yeah, like, we're on here, we talked, and, like, I decided not to keep talking to you, or you decided right. not to keep talking to me, and that's okay, you know? Yep, yep, yep. I mean, you just can't make this up. Austin, I mean, first reactions to this, I'm sure you didn't know this was a side effect of the app. I mean, I could assume that you would uh, at least see like maybe people from high school, but I didn't take account into the fact that like you could run into someone that you were talking to and then you're like, oh, this isn't going how I wanted it to and just <laughs> immediately threw them to the wayside. And then, ah, here we are. Nice to meet you in person because uh -huh. we've met online uh -huh. that is uh I would hate that I would hate that a lot and you just don't think about it like Jocelyn I really did not think about that when I downloaded it my biggest concern was I'm gonna see people from high school on here and that'll be awkward I did not even think about the fact that I may see the new people on hinge in my actual life yeah well, and especially if you're filtering for certain things, right? So like, it's like, as a Christian woman, like, I'm not gonna match with you unless you put on your profile that you're Christian. And so like, you know, that boils it down to smaller numbers of people. And if you actually genuinely like had a number of things in common on there, it's like, you're probably maybe gonna cross if they live in the same city. So, mm. um, that's and that's, yeah, maybe that's well, gonna scare people away, but don't, don't be scared by that. <laughs> hey, don't be scared. Um, I think something that you said, Jocelyn, that really reframed, I mean, I think we need to quote this, um, on the, on our Instagram page because it was so good. You told me that really a dating app is a great way to find someone because you're filtering out all the, I don't know what you said. You didn't say crap, but you were like, you're filtering out all the stuff you don't want. If you think about it, like you're filtering out people who, don't have the same political beliefs as you don't have the same um like spiritual beliefs as you like there's just so many filters that you can put out there that it's like if you don't drink you put that filter on if you do drink you can put so it's like it is a really honestly efficient way to find someone who at least has your same values does that still feel like a true statement totally I think it you know, it, it obviously takes time being on there, but it does save you some time. And I think if you're smart about it, right. Um, and you like hold true to your values on there, which is hard, right. Cause anyways, 
but you know, you get to filter um, and you get to decide like, yeah, this is really important to me. And you'll figure out that some things are actually important to you that you didn't know um, were. Like I found out that it actually is really important to me that people have similar like educational experiences because college was such a formational time in my life. But um, I was talking to this one person who hadn't been and it made for this really big like gap in how we saw the world. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you, you don't realize those things. And so, um, yeah, and it can feel judgmental. Um, but it's also some of those are not, you know, yeah. it's like, I, I don't really want to date someone who isn't going to put on their profile that or go on a date period with someone who's going to not put on their profile that they're a believer. Um, yeah. So no matter how cute and tall they were. <laughs> and like, I don't, like, obviously we all hold that belief of, you know, if you're not a believer, we're probably not compatible, but there are other things in the secular world that are, what do you call them? Uh, like break it, like make it or oh, break it. Oh, make it, it or like, break it, yes. Yeah, so like people are filtering out those things too. And there there are things that totally. are literally like, oh, that person does that. So that's uh, it's a no for me. Yeah. Like don't, it's not, it's it's judgmental always of the circle. And you're you would rather put your time into something that you already have like the same like values versus like randomly bumping into someone having a lot of fun with them and then realizing oh this isn't going to work out I just put all this time in blah 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 so I would uh I would agree don't let don't think it's judgmental yeah yeah you do feel kind of judgy when you're like clicking through people but then you have to remember like this is what it's for you know Mm -hmm. um now I did I did have an experience of having a slightly good connection with someone on Hinge, lots of mutual friends, which I think is very encouraging when you kind of find that you have a lot of mutual ground with someone, whether that's people or past experiences. It's like, oh, this feels almost normal. Like, it doesn't feel like I'm just now meeting you online. And, you know, I will say that I got ghosted, which I can't say is super shocking or made me super upset because I feel like that's kind of a part of the game. Is it right? No. But is that kind of like dating app one-on-one kind of? So I'm like, oh, it's fine. Like I got ghosted. Well, turns out everyone that I go to a wedding um, and that this man is the best man at um, a few weekends later. So there was that interaction that was awkward and I was avoided. So that was a Saturday. And then the next Sunday I go to a church I'm trying out. And this man is also at that church the day later also avoided in the same way. So all I'm saying is, if you're going to go on a dating app, be prepared for the run-ins and maybe like check yourself to be like, am I mature enough to be ghosted? You know, even though it's not right, like, can I handle that? Or is that going to send me over, over the edge? You know what I'm saying? Cause I feel like ghosting is a huge part of the culture with dating apps. And I don't really know if you experienced that, Justin, I don't think it was like the main theme of my experience, but it was there. Yeah, I mean, that totally happens, right? And then whether it's like you really hit it off and then someone just stops responding mm-hmm. or their profile disappears and you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> like, sure. Um, either this is really bad or you found someone else that you're serious with. But um, no, I mean, that definitely happened. And I think it really is where like you, what you said, like you have to know where you're at, um, where you're at, like emotionally, spiritually, whatever, like, if you are not um, 
happy with yourself and happy being like on your own, like it's probably going to be a place where you experience like just more and more rejection. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like going into it from a place of like, I'm looking for someone to make my like wonderful, beautiful, joy-filled life even more beautiful and joy-filled. Um, and if someone doesn't want to be a part of that, then okay, cool. Like that's fine. But I, like, I've got a good thing going. I've got good friends, good people. Um, and I'm looking for something, someone to add. But you have to check yourself and you have to take breaks. Like I took a pretty long break. Um, or not, it wasn't that long. <laughs> I gave it up for Lent. That was hilarious. <laughs> I gave up dating after Lent. That's awesome. Yeah. My hair wasn't in the right place. And so I needed to like shift my mindset. Um, yeah. And it worked really well. Do we need to normalize closure on dating apps or is ghosting here to stay? <laughs> oh my gosh. That is the question of the century. Yes, we do need to. Is that a realistic movement? No. <laughs> like, here's the thing. First message. Hey, I understand like there's a lot of people in here. If I'm not the person, straight up tell me and we can go about our business. Don't ghost me. That hurts. That hurts more than the than the, the rejection or the closure or whatever. I don't know. I, I need I need closure. I agree in my with life. you, Austin. No, I totally do. I think I'm I'm ghosting has been something that's been so like hurtful in my life. And so I refuse to ghost people. And I get so mad at my friends who ghost people. Like I will literally yell at them and I if you know me, I don't yell at people. Um, but it's like, I think it's one of the most hurtful things you can do to someone because you're, then you're making them question, like, what is, what is so wrong with me that you cannot even say like, Hey, I'm not really interested in talking anymore. But I think the reality is that we feel so bad saying, Hey, I'm not interested in talking anymore that we just like avoid that. Yeah. Aside out of mind. Mm-hmm. So I, I think we should normalize it. <laughs> All my right, expectations all, for that happening are very low. <laughs> all right, all all 50-ish people that listen to this, if you're on the dating app, which probably not a high percentage, maybe, I don't know. But if you are, can't you just send the message, say, hey, not working out, not how I thought it was going? So much That's easier. Cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Hope I we can still be friends. Hope we can still be friends. And I think that was the hardest part of my ghosting situation was not getting ghosted, but it was the fact of like, why can't this just be normal? Like, why can't when we bump into each other, we can just be like, hi, good to see you. I, I'm not going to bring it up because I've forgiven you and don't really care. You obviously don't care either. So here we are, but it just turned into this thing of like, that's the guy who ghosted me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, and now it's like negative. It's like every time you see it's like, Yes, and it's like, I don't want to associate negative. Yes, it's like, I don't even know you enough to associate negative. So this just feels horrible. But anyway, rest assured to anybody who cares, which is probably like 3% of you. um, The situation has basically been resolved, actually. So um, I think we're all good to go. But I'm just, I agree with you both about the whole, let's, let's start a group. We'll have like webinars about how to not to ghost people and people can share their experiences. I could see this really going somewhere. I'm here for it. <laughs> Jocelyn has, uh, you know, a couple teaching moments that she can yes. do being the past teacher. I feel very confident in it. Oh I'll give God. you some some sentence starters. <laughs> That's perfect. We could do. Oh, 
We could get on like a TED talk. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be epic, actually. All right. So anyway, Joss, let's let's talk more about you here. So Jocelyn, I don't want to give away anything. So talk to me about where you are at with your whole hinge journey. Like what made you say yes to a date? Um not a lot. Like just you just said said, hey, do you want to get drinks sometime? I was like, yeah. Um, it was honestly like the most refreshing conversation I had had on that because there are some people who you talk to and they just drag conversation on and on and on and on and on. Um, and they like never offer or talk about meeting yes. up and then you've talked for like two weeks and it's like, then you're what both kind of like, eh, whatever, you know? So it's just, I, I really don't like that. So this guy and I, this guy who is now my boyfriend and I talked for like two days and then he was like, hey, let's get a drink sometime next. Or would you want to get a drink sometime next week? And I was like, sure, because like, it's not going to hurt. Like getting a drink with this person who I've talked to a little bit, who I've seen what they've decided to put out there, how they decide to project themselves. Like, why not? Um, it could be like 30 minutes and it could be the worst or it could be way longer and the best. And it ended up being really lovely. Um, so yeah, I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah. So I'm, I'm no longer on the app, but- a big proponent of that. Oh, she's really living out the hinge tagline, what which is like what downloaded to be deleted or something. Designed to be deleted, I think. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you're welcome. Funny. You're welcome. Hinge marketing. We we deserve to be sponsored by so many people, but whatever. It's unreal. It is unreal. Um, Austin, so tell me a little, like maybe just share with me a little bit of what you think of that. Of like, you know, there. This is, is what every like every commercial tries to do something like this and it fails because you don't know said person but now it's like hey this is jocelyn and jocelyn has had success we know jocelyn <laughs> and now you know jocelyn it's possible it's just like the the problem with commercial or whatever blah 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 but this makes me hopeful and happy to answer the original question Wow. That's incredible. I agree. Cause it's a very normal experience. Like Zach, who is Jocelyn's current boyfriend did nothing really that grand. He just talked to her a few, for a few days and said, Hey, do you want to get a beer? Like, it's not that big of a deal, but I think that is what keeps happening on hinge is like guys or girls are too scared to be like, Hey, this has been a great conversation over the past X amount of time, but do you actually want to like get together and hang out? Because our generation is just so obsessed with having conversations over our phones and feeling like that is satisfactory, you know? I feel like it's also, you're putting yourself out there to be vulnerable, vulnerable, and then you have the chance to be rejected. And nobody likes that. Yeah. And people are scared. But literally, designed to be deleted, you got to put yourself out there to get the date. Oh my gosh, it's unreal. I can't, I can't even... I mean, I think that's the thing is like, if you're on there, you should be seriously open to asking people who you talk to and who it goes well with on dates. And if you aren't on there, you should also be open to going on dates with people who ask you on dates. If you have, you know, if you like, don't talk to someone for more than a week, if you're not interested in actually meeting up with them, like your time is so much more valuable than that. And their time is so much more valuable than that. Um, so yeah. Yes. And amen. So my last question for you, I've been peppering you with questions, Joss, is what is people's reactions 
when you tell them how you and Zach met, because I think that is a huge thing of when I talk to people about why they won't go on a dating app is because they literally say, I don't want to tell my kids that we met on a dating app. And I'm like, your kids aren't going to freaking care. You know what I mean? Like what? So like, tell me what, how people respond to you guys. First, I want to address that idea that like, (laughs) you don't want to tell your kids that because I totally get that and totally resonate with that. But I also think it's stupid because I think like our kids, like generation, like 80% of their parents will have met on some kind of like online platform. Like that's just the reality of our world. That's also the reality for those of us right now, like living in this like weird pandemic stage, like this is like one of the prime ways to meet people. Um, so everyone's responses are like really different. I feel like some people are like surprised because they're surprised that like you actually could like date, go on dates with someone and then like continue dating and like have a healthy relationship with someone who like you met online. Like I think people are shocked by that. Um, I think some people, and this is probably just more my own insecurity because I, I was someone and yeah, my whole life I've kind of felt like I'd rather meet someone in person you know I want to bump into someone I want some like huge random like gesture whatever um and that's not my story but um or current story but yeah I feel like generally people are like really surprised by it or like they respond really normally there are some people who get like a little bit of like oh and you know I project into that oh that they're like thinking like oh so you have to go online to like find something but <laughs> that's like definitely me being like more insecure about it than um anyone else's responses so um generally people are just like surprised that you actually can meet people on there yeah so, um, oh so good I feel like we're not usually super hopeful about that <laughs> just think about think about this parents used to literally set their kids up like you're gonna marry this person like look how far we've come Thank the Lord for Hinge, honestly. <laughs> it is true. It is true because, I mean, I I was one of those things when Jocelyn told me that she started dating someone based off of Hinge, I had this like, oh crap moment. Like this really works for really legit people who, and the key that I don't feel like we honed in on when Joss said this is you need to love your life before you download a dating app you can't use as a source to add something that you feel like you're quote missing. Like that's going to end in failure every time. So it's like, I shouldn't have been shocked when she told me this because that's the key to success is mature people going on this app and meeting other mature people. Like, it's just funny how complicated everyone has made it when really Jocelyn is, shouldn't be the spectacular example. Like this should be the norm. You know what I mean? but you also have to have people on both sides who are like committed to that and I feel like that even just you know in the slew of people that I was talking to and so if you have been on apps for a long time and like you only talk to people who then end up like the conversation ends up fizzling out and you never go on dates that's not necessarily you right like there are like it it, it's hit or miss and I feel like I got this random Enneagram 8 who is like very forward and was like yeah, like let's go on a date and was shout unafraid of like, yeah, shout out Enneagram Are you an eight? I'm an eight. I am. Uh, bless you. I don't understand you, but I love That's you fine. guys. Um, you're like the most confusing number to me. So it's it's been a, it's been a fun ride. But um so if you're on that end, like I I think you should not feel any like shame about that. But I do think, yeah, um going into it 
not yeah. necessarily looking to like fill a hole but like add to your life add value like who is going to be fun you know maybe like people who are fun funny whatever yeah that's so true Joss I'm so glad you said that because like me like I just realized I wasn't a place that I was willing to go on dates with people all the time and like make time for that in my life so I deleted it because I'm like I don't need to be talking to people when I don't think I'm actually going to fall through on this so I think it's so true is like, make sure you have your intentions, but also you may have the best intentions and it doesn't work out. Like, I think that's so true. Don't blame yourself. Cause that's really easy to do. Like, especially mm-hmm. if you are left on red or whatever you want to refer to that as like, it's really easy to think that you did something. So I'm glad you said that shout out to all the people who are wonderful and just the, the right person has not come up on your timeline, you know? Well, and I think it takes time. Like, I feel like a lot of the people I've talked to who, like, are in relationships off of dating apps, like, they've been on there for, like, years, mm. you know? Like, I, I feel like Zach was maybe on there for, like, at least over a year, like, before. Um, and on, like, different ones. Like, he was on Coffee Me Bagel. Um, I don't think he was on Bumble before, but he had been on Coffee Me Bagel and Hinge and would just, like, hop on it every few weeks, scroll with his friends. They would put it up, up, up on their TV and, like, scroll together. Oh my so gosh. It's more fun if you want to do that. But, um, but so, so I think there's, it's also like a long, you know, it's the same way that like, you're not going to be really upset if like, you know, you go a year of your life without someone asking you on a date. Like, yeah, well, maybe some people might, that's, that's <laughs> I couldn't have done that. <laughs> to get used to it. Oh, that's so good. Shout out to my single girls. Ayo. Um, this has been so helpful. I think that people, girls and guys alike, honestly, um, I think that this has been so helpful for people on how to navigate dating apps in a super mature way and also not see it as like a de- like a desperate Hail Mary to like get married. Um, so anyway, I think, okay, I'm pausing. I think Austin, I'm going to get Jocelyn's question and then you and I can just record so she doesn't have to wait for us. Sounds good. Okay, so Joss, we have a new question this season. It is, what is in the queue for you? So basically you just say, what's next? What's coming up in life that you're excited about? It can be something really small. It can be something really big. Um, and Austin and I will go first. So that way you have time to think. Mon, I think, uh, I think I'll, I'll take the reins here. Yep. I feel like uh, I've earned that you know, <laughs> with this input. So uh, one thing that I am looking forward to slash is in the queue for me carly's paid time off from work just got approved for our little getaway to phoenix in november so now i can actually start planning for it and not like have to worry about is she gonna get off blah blah right. blah so very excited gonna do some hiking eat some really good food they have in and out burger there I don't yes i had in and out but I've had it before. Hot take. It's okay. In and out burgers okay. But we'll sure. I mean we'll we'll eat it. We'll eat it. Yeah, yeah. It's not the best thing I've ever had for sure, but it's good. It's over. Wow. That is so exciting. And for context for new listeners, Carly is Austin's GF. Um also context, we've never gone on a trip just the two of us somewhere. Whoa. Milestones are being crossed. You could say that. I'm very excited. To, I meant to say reached. That's so exciting. I am very excited for you. Um, what's in the queue for me? Let's see. 
Okay. I feel like, I don't know if I've already said this, but I'm going to say it now because it feels more like it's actually upcoming. I'm going to Oxford next weekend or not Oxford. (laughs) I'm going to Raleigh next weekend. Um, So I bought a flight. I've really missed all of my friends and it's a long weekend. Like I got bold enough to ask my boss, not just for Friday off, but also Monday. So it's kind of a big deal. So yeah, we're doing a little long weekend action. It's going to be great. We're doing the Thursday to Monday. It's a, it's totally the move. Yeah. Getting the Monday off was such a move. I love it. Jocelyn is just listening to us banter. She can't even say anything. We love you. All right. So um, I think one thing that I am really excited for is um, just like fall in Chicago. It's been like really hot here. Um, and so I'm just excited to wear sweaters. <laughs> um, and I know that the fall is going to be like really short before it gets really cold. Um but I'm excited for, I love like the little bit like chillier, love wearing my sweatshirts, love getting to like walk around more and um, see the city in like a different way. Like I love all four seasons here. So I'm, I'm excited for another fall where things are a little bit more open. Oh, that sounds delightful. I may have to come visit you again for sure. Please do. Oh, you're the best. Thanks for coming on, Joss. We love you so much. Of Thanks, course. Joss. So fun. Love you guys. Nice meeting you, Austin. <laughs> It was nice to meet you too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We will catch you guys next week.